Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our works, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello. My name is Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And I am Inanna Moon. And I am very excited today to introduce um, a good, a wonderful, I don't think I have enough superlatives. <laughs> I am introducing Austin Wells. She's a spiritual medium, a spiritual teacher. She's a shaman. Um, she's a gifted confidant. <laughs> um, I what, One of the things I was thinking on the way here was um, how I've not met a person who didn't feel good in her presence. She just lifts people up immediately because she is so positive. And I was trying to think, do I call her an optimist? Well, she's not a cockeyed optimist. She just is a positive That's human an being. <laughs> and she emits that energy. She's, um, she is someone for me who, when I think of what I want to be when I grow <laughs> up, <laughs> even though I am older than her, <laughs> she is that. I would recommend her highly to anyone looking for a way forward in their healing, in their spirituality, in, in their positive life choices. Um, may I introduce to you Austin Wells? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, don't really know what to say now. Uh, thank you very much for that. Thank you guys so much, Sheila and Anana, for having me. Here, on let the me show help today. you. Down. I appreciate it. I'm let me like, help you down off that, off that pedestal. <laughs> I just put you. It's okay. I can. I can step down. <laughs> I'm just so happy to finally have you here. Yes, <laughs> you. super busy Welcome. woman you are. I am blessed yes. to have a schedule. Thank so. goodness. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah. I like it that. Yeah. Okay. And I think I think I'm on on ramp to some things being even more extraordinarily Ooh. active. So it's good. This is Yay. what's so exciting about yeah. this time. Yeah. Is what's going on for you. Well, if you'll just share some more about yourself, please, as an introduction. Sure. And, um, um, well, I'm a spiritual medium, so I love that work uh, tremendously being a voice box for the spirit world is just amazing mm -hmm. for me because it has completely personally transformed me mm -hmm. so I'm a better person I focus on my relationships which really I think is the primary gift of living mm -hmm. um, and so in addition to that I realized in sitting with people there was all this wisdom coming from the spirit world and yes. information that would needed a deeper sense of evaluation. Yes. So I had to gather tools. I kind of didn't want to drop people off the curb and go, well, your loved ones said, hi, bye. <laughs> but, uh, so I felt like I needed there more. Yeah. Yeah. So I studied a couple of different techniques in energy <clears throat> medicine and I became a shaman, which was like a four year adventure and um, then studied remote viewing and I uh, there and became a grief counselor so I got all these different tools so if something comes up during a mediumship session I have my soul gardening part of my work 
that really focuses on like why we're here and how to give tools and techniques for people to empower themselves. So it's just, I love what I do. Wow. So fortunate. Everything, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm so glad we're taping this because I got to go back. All those phrases just made such perfect sense. Thank you. Oh my gosh, soul gardening. Oh my goodness. Thank you. It's really funny when I first came up with the term because I was trying to figure out like how do I encompass all of it. So um, it was a mechanism for me to help people when they would come to me to address the other issues that came up during the mediumship sittings. So I was, it, it's really funny because people had problems with the term like they didn't understand it they told me to abandon right. it and oh. <laughs> now and it's so funny now everybody's like oh my god I love that and it's <laughs> like you just I think there's moments in your evolution where you just have to trust what you're given and it was clearly a download and yeah. it's it's paid off in spades I love that word download yeah. Is, has that always been around that term Download, download for channeling it can't have been because because <laughs> there weren't computers and I was, it came in with Okay, I was going to say, is that when it came in, or maybe you all coined it? Who knows? Well, I I think (laughs) well, it works perfectly. Yeah, since there's so much more, um, people are so much more absorbed and um, surrounded by technology. I think we have to use the terminology within that industry in other industries, so people go, "Oh, I understand that. I don't know what download is." Make it simple. Yeah. That I love that, and and the soul gardening. I can just totally picture that. That's just Thank amazing. You. So, what do you? What's are there services under the heading of soul gardening yes. that you perform? All right. Yes. Okay. Um, to hear that. There is energy balancing that I do, which mm-hmm. is classically having someone's energy field or the soul, the space of their soul that I work within, and within that space, it's. You know, the soul space is around you and within you. So if there's an emotional issue for people, um, there's ways of addressing it in that way. So then there's shamanic treatments that I have that help a person go to the original place that an issue occurs in their soul's journey. So it doesn't necessarily mean within this lifetime. It can be within other lifetimes, other experiences as a soul in the human experience. Um, I have a question. Yes. So, um, balancing. At this point in time, we're in a really interesting point in history um, that everything seems to come down to the same thing. We're all, there's anxiety, there's sadness, there's depression. Are you doing more spiritual balancing these days than in the years past? I love that question. I think it's at a different frequency, honestly. People used to come to me and I could tell if they worked with computers because their frequency of their energy field, their soul space would vibrate in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Everyone has that now because everybody's technology is part of them. Yeah. So it's such a, people are operating faster just like our technology. So it's not just so much that there is more stress, there is a higher level of input and that's what needs to be addressed because everything on a spiritual context is they talk about grounding which is really there's a vibrational rate that the earth has and so to ground yourself you're really mirroring the rhythms of the earth which then connects your soul to this experience so part of the balancing of it is really transitioning people out of 
what I call the finite self into their soul because the circumstances of our life are really hard to ignore now. Really hard. Yeah. 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 That's also what I'm finding in the work that I do. So I would ask you, too, are you finding it in particular areas of the energy (laughs) field or body? Are you seeing uh, blocks in certain areas? Are you seeing buildup in certain areas of the energy field? A lot of anger. Yeah, I'm feeling like there's a lot. I don't know. Emotionally, yes, but also, but where that pools. Yeah. It depends on, I think, the evolution of the individual because Hmm. where Mm -hmm. they're, and uh, so I'm a big proponent that our soul chooses everything that transpires. Oh, yeah. And that our free will then is the creativity to circumnavigate some of those things that present themselves. Mm -hmm. So, Each person presents differently, but I do find the lower three chakras and then how those resonate into the soul space Mm -hmm. are the ones that will predominantly have the core issue that needs to be addressed. So it may be showing up in the heart or in the throat or in their inability to be able to perceive, you know, Mm -hmm. spirituality or or connect to God or however you look at spirit or source. but it honestly is those bottom three chakras for me that I'm really intrigued by. Mm-hmm. And then within the auric field or within the soul space, there'll be fascinating things that show up like daggers or all sorts of old fashioned kind of mechanisms that easily connect yes. to a past life, but they maintain as an emotional covering that have a story to it that gets continued until the soul has a level of awareness to see that that particular thing is mm. up for them. Oh like it's, it's, right. it's completed. Right. Yes. Okay. And when it's completed, That's it can the be- the last three? Yeah, well, it, well th- those kind of things show up all over the- All over the- All over the soul space field. that surrounds the physical body. Right because they're imprints from different lifetimes in this experience. And it's fascinating to me how they show up in a way that the primal brain, you know, would Mm -hmm. foresee something as fearful. Yes. Yeah. We're in a lot of fear right now. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if that, so you're saying the bottom three Mm -hmm. chakras. Mm -hmm. So if that's obviously connecting to Mother Earth, is that, do you think that's one of the reasons that she is so... um, (laughs) active right now we've got uh the volcanoes volcanoes. uh, storms we've got hailstorms in the summer yes right firestorms um earthquakes i would agree with that and just to just to say (laughs) it's it's the yogic um in the in the science of yoga the last three chakras are the elimination centers. Oh, Those, that's so she's the apana, the prana yes. is yeah. are the upper chakras and then so the elimination system I would imagine and what it feels to me sometimes is getting clogged, blocked yeah. and and we don't we we don't know how to breathe no. many of us. I'm holding uh, my breath a lot and these days. And there's a lot of upper chest breathing mm-hmm. and not lowering it further. So Spend some time, please, 
breathing deeply <laughs> into your diaphragm. Me and everyone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and to, to add on to your thought about the elimination centers, mm-hmm. part of the reason I think why my focus, because any energy healer is going to have, or actually any energy practitioner, I'm cautious with the word healer because to me the person heals themselves. We just facilitate the healing is the way I like to look I at agree. it. Good. So I agree. So we... I'm drawn to the evolution of a soul. So what I see manifest within a person's soul space resonates with what my interest is, which is why going to different practitioners, I think, is such a great idea. Because every practitioner is going to have a completely different filter on how they look at things. Yeah, it's just like going to a doctor or, yeah, you, you gel with somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So for me the bottom three chakras I'm always fascinated by because to me that's the most soul work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then it then it will affect the other chakras for sure. Your but voice. those three those three really are got a, a lot, lot of, of stuff going on there. Yeah. And you're a grief counselor, yeah. a grief consultant. So yeah. how has that impacted um, how you work with mediumship and how you work with people in general for whatever they need. I'm thankful I added it to my bag of tricks because um, I had no idea I was going to be dealing with death and death is a completely different subject because a medium can get lost in the conversation with the spirit world and it can become an ego manifestation where you become like, I'm so engaged in this conversation, like I'm loving this, (laughs) which has nothing to do with your client. So I needed to understand the topography of grief and also the power of mourning because there's a difference to me between grief and mourning. Grief is what um, happens to us when somebody dies, but mourning is the process of of working through our grief. So I feel like we, we have to understand those principles. So mourning, we need to mourn. And as a result of that, I needed to understand what the person sitting across from me really needed and also know when it was way out of my jurisdiction and when I needed to bring in somebody who really knew what they were doing. Like if somebody, I understand suicide much differently now. There's a difference between somebody talking about suicide and actually being suicidal, two completely different conversations. And that, be, that came from that study. So I feel much more, I'm kind of a geek when it comes to education. Like I have to be as certified as possible because then I feel like I have a right <laughs> to work with somebody I'm because I way. have to be have responsible. To yeah, I have yeah. to be responsible for every single client I sit with. Yeah. Like on a soul level, that's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I'm really mindful about what comes out of my mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. and especially on a I'm so I'm curious what um, speaking to somebody who has left on their own accord. Yeah. Is it a different tone is it a different is it more i don't i don't what is that yeah is it like a more peaceful or is it more regretful or i'm sure everyone's different every soul is different yeah in mediumship in mediumship so talking to the that actual soul that's crossed themselves over yeah and actually cross themselves over is an appropriate term they the suicide prevention um organizations are very careful about how people talk about suicide and committing suicide is actually something that they are uncomfortable with because oh, yeah. it sound they don't mm-hmm. like the language of it. No. Mm-hmm. So um, 
but it's it's an interesting one because we do need to acknowledge the act of it. Because I've had several people do yes. that recently in my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I find there's only been one time I've talked to a soul who did it for their soul evolution because of the work they do on the other side. Yeah. So they work with souls that are in between, in that state of they're not sure if they want to be here or not. So that soul... And, and their yes. death was absolutely out of the blue. No one in the family saw it. They'd never been suicidal yeah. before. And then all of a sudden, they just took their life. So in that context, that was the only time in all the sessions I've done. I deal with suicide way too much. Oh. I mean, I'm kind of angry about it, honestly. Yeah, it, and it's predominantly overdoses. Really? Yeah. Mm. So in that context, it's there are accidental overdoses yes. and then there are not. And the sadness of it is, is that um, oftentimes the soul doesn't know why, what's happened afterward. That doesn't um. mean that they're stuck. It just means that they're right there with their body going, why am I not inside? So the, the com- back to what you said, and forgive me for going off on a no, little bit was, of a tangent. That's what I it. do. <laughs> but um, the, the discourse with them is they will sometimes come in sheepishly when they first come into the room because I know that they have resolution to do with the person that I'm sitting with. Um. And that is part of my job to be aware of how can I best service their soul so the soul sitting across from me can be slightly lightened in their, in their path. Um, but sometimes they don't want to talk about it too. So I'm not a medium that likes to force an agenda of saying, we have to talk about what's your name? How did you die? What's (laughs) your social security (laughs) number? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Because because then I'm driving the conversation. It's a soul conversation. So it really needs to be their, their words to me. And I need to be as best as I can open to receive what they need to say, because all I am is an intermediary. Oh, that's so... I have a, a friend also who's uh, who lost her husband over a year ago, and it was um, sudden. It was an accident. It was it, it wasn't it was an accident, yeah. and she's having the hardest time. Yeah, it's right. di- anytime. I mean, when somebody has an illness and there is an expected death, there you go through anticipatory grief, which is one kind of grief, which yes. I think is oftentimes not spoken of. But when a person dies suddenly, the lack of closure is the part that really is the most difficult thing for people to navigate you didn't and get to has to be processed yeah. and if has to be yes. it does and yeah. also all the unfinished business all the yes. moments that they didn't weren't accountable because they just assumed they had that time oh. that just weighs on people so if there's a lesson in all of this it's be as accountable as possible please Never assume that you get another moment with someone. With Just someone. Like, yeah. I so value what you said about me. I mean, I will cherish that oh. because oh. how often do we get a chance to, like, say to how much we love each other out loud? But to, to my soul, that means the world. Yeah. You know, and yes. I wouldn't know it if it wasn't a context where you introduced me or something, you know? <laughs> so it's so sweet. But we That's should say that. I love you. you. And I love you. And I just met you. And I love you. I love you but we should, say, we should say those things because yeah. that's those are more of the the things that make us feel good the little moments i've been appreciating recently in in mediumship seeing the little moments that a spirit will bring through and Mm. the person will remember them but i didn't know that meant that much to them because we're not always right there you know we let a moment happen and we may appreciate it but then we move on but in spirit it seems to me anyway i'm also asking that the little moments will come out 
yeah. as well. Like cooking to together share. or watching a movie together. Yes, a movie. Oh, they're so delicious. I love that. Which is, which is also why I know that there are different styles of mediumship, but I have just found it so helpful to let the soul dictate the conversation because they know what's important to them. How dare I kind of come in and say, no, you have to talk about this now. Yeah. Uh, wh- why should I be driving a conversation when they finally get a moment to be with a loved one? I mean, how yeah. delicious for them. Yeah. And that's why those little simple things are mentioned, because it's also, I think, the spirit world's way of reminding us of what's really the power in our lives. It's not the momentous accomplishments and the trophies <laughs> and the money heaps and all that stuff, because that we don't. There's no value in that. We can lose that in a second. But the human connection, those relationships, that's everything. Mm. The walk in the rain. Um, That brings up something I'm interested in where where another medium could answer. Um, It's interesting (laughs) to me when the client who I'm also, I, I honor the spirit that comes through because we need them to bring through their personalities and their whatever they honestly to me now it's it's whatever you want to bring forward I'm not demanding you know when did you die how did you die what what all what what all I want to hear but also for the the client the the person sitting there when they ask something like well they they didn't it's it's nice that my grandmother came through but she didn't call me by the name that she always called me or she didn't bring up this or that mm-hmm. what is what is your feeling about yeah that? so we have two aspects of ourselves we have the finite self and the infinite self the finite part of us is the the aspect of us that accepts the fact that everything dies yes. right that's our mortal yes. self that's the part of us that is inspired by our emotions that gets defensive gets angry gets everything <laughs> connected with the personality and, and the ego yeah. and we have to be that guy or that aspect of us in order to experience humanity we also yes. have a finite self which is our soul so the finite part of us that's not reflective Um, likes to control stuff we don't understand. So people step into a mediumship session. They have no idea what's going to transpire, but man, they're going to have an agenda. They're going (laughs) to say, this is going to happen, and they're going to mention this, or else it's not real. So really the sadness is... is, That is very true. true. So the mind is supposed to be like this blank space through which either the infinite self or the finite self operates and uses that, that place for creativity. But... If our finite self's driving the conversation, we're going to try and control it. So it's it's fear. It's totally fear that it's not real, that it's not. And also, you can't control stuff like that. Heck, if I have no idea what's going to happen, how the heck are they going to figure it out? I'll pay them. Yeah, there you go. And it is, I I recognize that people feel very vulnerable when they Uh come in. Because all of their emotions, they know that their emotions are Are on the surface. Yes, are going to come to the surface. And you oftentimes sit with people who are never emotional. And then the minute I had this I had this gentleman one time that I sat with and his wife was very worried about the session because he just his son had passed away and um, he never dealt with it ever. And it was really becoming problematic within their marriage. So he came to me and I always default to the intelligence of the spirit world. And Mm -hmm. I knew his son Mm -hmm. was in spirit. So I said to him, I'm going to have to ask the spirit world to evidence 
I know your sons in spirit. So if I start, oh my God, here's your son, I'm cheating. That's not yeah. evidencing anything. Right. So what ended up happening was the intelligence of the spirit world brought through a dog he had as a child. And I swear to God, the guy fell apart in front of me. Aww. And from that point on, the whole session was just amazing because that dog had huge significance to him. And the dog started the reading and then his son was standing with the dog and then the whole thing took place. Just got but chills. it was so yes. smart because yes. it wasn't about him losing it. It was the fear he had about dealing with something that he couldn't figure out how to deal with. Again, the finite self. So yes. he needed a spiritual intervention, which is what mediumship offers. Yes. A reminder that your soul's here to experience things and sometimes needs an, a witness and an objectivity that we can't get if we're just trying to figure it out ourselves. Um, did you know you were a medium when you were a kid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I was five, I had an experience in my bedroom um, where I was in a fashion show and... Um, I was nervous. It was the night before. It was for my mom. And, you know, my mom wasn't one of those moms you wake up in the middle of the night and go, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to deal with it myself. And um, I prayed really hard for help. And all of a sudden, my walls in my bedroom morphed. And all these people came into my room and surrounded my bed. And oh. this one woman came up to me. And she didn't speak with her mouth. She spoke with her heart. So I could hear her with my clear audience, my soul hearing. And I could feel her. And she said, how can we help? And I just intuited wow. it. I was nervous about the next day. <laughs> so um, all of a sudden, my bedroom became two realities. And next to me was the runway of the next day. And I could witness my in the entire thing happen because I was a bridesmaid and had all this tool. And I thought I was going to have a face plant <laughs> going up the stairs. Oh, I was like, this feels. is awful. So <laughs> I, wa I watched myself not face plant. And I watched myself like be cool. And then I felt what the audience felt. And then I felt the room. And then when I knew everything was fine, I was back in my bedroom with this lady and all the rest of the people kind of dissipated. Mm -hmm. And then once she knew I was fine, she left. So having that experience that there, that prayer is a bridge to the spirit world, prayer is an availability yes. to this 24 hour hotline that like has got your back. Um, team. It helped team. me know it. Yeah. Did I forget it a little bit? Heck yeah, but <laughs> I, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Before more time passes, you have something absolutely wonderful that's happening. A book is... Can I do shameless promotion? Please. Please. I, I want you to. Oh please. my gosh. <gasps> Isn't it pretty? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Soul pretty? Conversations. Yeah. Oh. oh. It's a medium reveals how to cultivate your intuition, heal your heart, and connect with the divine. Includes, includes downable. Downloadable, downloadable meditations. Yeah. That's which I get to record that. in two weeks. Which oh, I'm so yay. excited. Oh, my God. I know. It's like <laughs> we a crazy us. trip. So please tell yeah. us more about, other than the title, what all... What, I love what, I love the title. In, in my what publisher, made you write it? What is it uh, about? Yes. Um, New Harbinger is the publisher. And the thing that I appreciate about them is they came up with the title. Like, I, I oh. wanted to call it The Invisible Path to the Soul. <laughs> and the problem with a book about the invisible is no one can see it. No, you won't. Seriously. Uh, ah. I will never put invisible in a title again. And I had liked that title. That's a but good yeah. hint. I, you know? That's a good <laughs> hint. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was poetic. But, yeah. um, but <laughs> writing the book has been, it's the most incredible thing I've ever done. Um, and that's a, f 
a really fascinating feeling is having accomplished something yes. you know is like forever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's something that will be here much longer than I will. And it makes me happy. I'm um, proud of it. I just finished the final copy edit. I have one <laughs> version left to read. And so now we're getting endorsements. Eee. And um, yeah, it's real. Like it's really real. So it comes That's out February fun. 2nd. <clears throat> and I was on Amazon and you can track the numbers your book does. And I'm like 400 in like all of the categories they've listed me in. It changes, but like, I'm like, right. the book hasn't even come out yet. How am I 400 in shamanism? But it's, the book's picking up. Like it's getting pre-sales. How exciting and, is that? Well, it oh gets, goodness. if it's, if people buy it, then it goes in a high, it's anyway, it's all this I just see it in everybody. Stuff. I see it in everybody's library. I'm I'm excited about it because I think there's so many beautiful books written by mediums that say these are all the neat things that happen in my Mm -hmm. treatment room and these are the people and these are the stories. I felt like that book's been written. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to do was give people a conversation, a soul conversation that encourages soul conversations with themselves, other people, and the spirit world, and how to spiritualize their thinking so everything they do comes from their soul. So that's the hope of the book. I'm seeing it as a reference. It's in in people's libraries, but I'm seeing them go, let me see. See. (laughs) Chapter three, I need that today. (laughs) I would not have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) What meditation? Uh, There are meditations. Oh, yeah. So you're recording them because the meditations are in the book. You you go to the New Harbinger website and download them. (gasps) And it's really neat because I've always loved doing meditations, but I never pre-script them. I just let the spirit world kind of distill them. And it's great because I practice that like all the time and it's a form of channeling for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cause it's, it, they're utilizing yes. clearly my brain, <laughs> but um, <laughs> a lot of times I would not have taken us on the journey that we end up going on and it's always perfect. <laughs> yeah. I do. A, um, you may a see w- the path just before you and then who knows where this is going to lead. Yeah. Yes. Well, oh. I do a one hour every month um, called soul centered Sundays And it is a way for people, it doesn't, you don't have to be intuitive. You just have to be interested in spiritualizing things. And it's a, it's to me, it's like a soul playground for an hour. And I always start with a meditation and kind of end it with a meditation. Um, And bookend it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And um, I never planned the meditation. And I had one class that I really wanted to cover a kind of a tough subject. And I was really panicked. I'm like, how the heck are you going <laughs> to do this? And they, were, they came up with the most incredible meditation for everybody. And I keep getting comments from people like, that meditation was so helpful. And so it's just the intelligence of the spirit yes. world. Now, you know? could you repeat that? I mean, could you repeat that meditation? Or it's like, nope, it's gone. Um, it I recorded it. Recorded. Oh, yes. yeah. Very smart. <laughs> on zoom oh technology is a good thing it is well i have to record stuff i record all my sessions because i think every medium should gift their sessions Mm -hmm. to the person that they're with because they're not for me they're for you yeah you know i would always i would always record yeah Yeah. i yeah i put my i either at home it's my ipad my phone at wherever else i'm yeah absolutely yes it's and then i've noticed it's interesting because um i would always record when anana would read me um and i've had friends you've read for some of my friends Mm. and I've wondered like 
they should record this, but it's not going to happen. And they're like, oh, my God, I forgot or it malfunctioned. And I've wondered, is it because they're going to like go over it like way too much, like be obsessed with it? Like she said, something green. will happen. Yeah. I, I have had that. Um, I can think of particular clients where it happens all the time. Mm. A static will come in. Sometimes I credit that to spirit just going. You don't need to. You, you need to remember. <laughs> you need to remember what comes to you, not the recording. But other people also. What I also like, I think, is wonderful. They'll say, "I don't recall you saying that." When I go back and listen, yeah. there's something else going on there, and it's like, "Well, that's just that's for you. That's mm-hmm. just what's supposed to be there." So it's kind of fascinating the play of <laughs> of technology. Yeah, as you is. record sessions and meditations. And mm-hmm. I love that. Easy. Um, oh gosh, there's is there so anything much. else you want to share about the book, or when does it come out again? February, you said, but February second, two thousand nineteen. So it's like oh, six, and that's a uh, in bulk, isn't it? It is. That's true. It's a in bulk. In bulk. Um, which is one of the sabbats. One of the. It's the return of the light. It's the. It's what? rededicating it's yourself. It's to yourself. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We've talked. To, we have talked about that in the past. We had someone on actually talking about Imbolc and Carrie partic- Noonan. Yeah, Carrie Noonan. Thank Aww. you. PhD. Um, but um, it's um, it's it's the time. It's the spark of light um, is Yule, um, which tells you a new year is coming in. But Imbolc is actually it's Oymolk, which is yeah, use milk. But it's so it's the return of spring, so it's the birthing time. Oh, that works. The birthing for me. of mm-hmm. intention, <laughs> and it's more, even more. It's the birthing of intention for us. Yes, and there's a lot of intention so, in that book. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. my goodness. Yeah, yes. she said yeah. February. I'm like, wow, she picked a great day. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Well, it was really funny because my what was it? My publishers wanted to change one date. I can't remember what it was for, and I did the numerology for it. And I was being kind of pissy about it. And, I, and the thing is, like, I... The as one you thing should, about, as well, well you should. The one thing about writing a book is you really learn, like, how to stand up for yourself. Because I didn't have an agent in this. And so I negotiated my own contract. And we went back, like, six times. I mean, there were things that I was unhappy about. <laughs> so, um, and I didn't really have a leg to stand on. But I still was kind of flamingoing my way through the whole thing. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But I, I, like, I, I like that I visual as well. That visual. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what came to my mind. I'm like, I'm a flamingo. <laughs> um, that's how my mind works. <laughs> anyway, I love it. But um, I, Creative we came up with, oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. It was the subtitle to the book because they wanted to do something different with the last line connected to the divine. They want it to be connected to the spirit world. And I'm like, yeah, but that's redundant with mediums. So we need something <laughs> else. <laughs> and I, what I did was in the numerology of the title with it and without it, with what they wanted and what I was visioning for it. And it was like, it went to a master number of like 44. And I'm like, this is why it can't be that because I'm this. And then they were like, oh, okay, now we get it. You know? Oh, good. Yeah, it's, well, believe new, her. Well, believe, yes. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me. <laughs> new new Harvard is 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 an amazing um, actually it's a reveal press that's going to be re- releasing the book but new harbinger is a science-based 
periodical mm -hmm. distribution center as a public publisher. So they're very into research. So one of the gifts, and notice I'm using that word, one of the gifts of writing a spiritual book for a whole bunch of people who are used to research was I had to make sure that what I was saying was corroborable. Ooh. Which was not so easy. And I also had to shift the way the book was presented because they came back at me with questions that they weren't at a level where they understood the basics of, of like metaphysics. Yeah. So I had to figure out how do I bridge the book? Wow. But this oh. happens in my classes too because I get people who are rank beginners, never tried anything to people that right. are seasoned mediums. And I have to figure out like how do, right. I, how do I make this applicable to everybody? Um, but there's elements in the book where I had to go into the soul space. I had to go into the chakras, but I needed to do it in a way where I could also entice the people that already had an awareness of it. So it wasn't like, oh, crap, here's another, you know, wah, wah, chakras again, which I used to do all the time. And there's so much to the energy field. I mean, it's, it's amazing how you go through different levels of discovery and you go through an ego phase where you're like, I know everything. And then all of a sudden you're like, I know nothing. I know nothing. How do I even put this across to yeah. people? Um, on behalf of Sheila Marie, what I wanted to bring up, because we keep talking about it, and I talked about Lilydale mm -hmm. recently, is Arthur Findlay College. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking of it as Hogwarts now that I'm so it into Hogwarts. I'm into Harry Potter now, finally, after 20 years. So it's like everything's like relating to Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's totally Hogwarts. It in is. fact, the cat in Harry Potter. Professor McDonald. I believe that cat was actually the cat they had it the Arthur Finley College. Oh my gosh. Because I I it was, like you know, that. you know yes. how the cat in yes. Harry Potter kind of has this face like, yeah, it yeah. kind of like stretches out in its Actually, eyes and it's like cheeks are a little I haven't funky. Really, I haven't seen the, the movies I saw years ago and I don't remember a thing. Oh, okay. So I'm waiting to the finish. The cat in Harry Potter was the cat they had at Arthur Finley. Was it Professor McDonagall <laughs> or was it, sure. or, well, or was it the orange cat? McDonagall turned into the cat. Oh, no. Or is she talking about the orange cat? No, not the orange cat. McGonagall. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. I did so see that. So who knows who that cat? Yeah, <laughs> I was. They, was. <laughs> they had to pull from Arthur Finley College. Oh, Arthur yeah. Finley College is the Disneyland for mediums. Oh. So in my development years, in the times that I was really like, and I, I kind of, you know, you, I love working professionally, and I love all the stuff that I do. But God, it, going to that place was just magical. It was amazing. They have a library on the second floor of <laughs> the entrance me at library. Oh, <laughs> that has all of these pictures of physical mediumship and um, the ectoplasm forming into people and um, do I, I should probably say I a was going to explain that because most of us word. go to Ghostbusters like ectoplasm. Well, ecto okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So oh. imagine, imagine that slimy stuff. Mm -hmm. So ectoplasm. That's going to be the weirdest explanation, but whatever. Um, <laughs> ectoplasm is um, a membrane, like almost like a physical membrane that can be made by the spirit world when they use a medium, not for mental mediumship, which is what most mediums we are understand are, doing. but a physical physical medium is one where the spirit world uses the body as a mechanism to produce ectoplasm. Like to proof, like ev yes. evidence. Physical evidence. Yeah. So yes. it can come out your nose, mouth, ears, wow. any kind of like place Orifice. like that. And yes. <laughs> Fun. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> uh, 
I am fascinated <laughs> lately, and part of that is because of Lilydale. So I was going to say, yeah. Lilydale, they talked about you. They're, yeah. they're very excited about that. Yeah. yeah. I have someone for you to meet, as a matter of fact. I'm excited. <laughs> so um, when the, the membrane comes out, then the spirit world uses it almost like silly putty, sort of, to create form, and it allows faces to be seen, people. But it, there's just these stories that you hear about it creating like a man who could dance with his wife who was present at the spirit circle. Whoa. Like this is when like people have because and but the diff but the reason why they have difficulty is because of the commitment of it. The the problem Goodness. that we're having now is because we're getting so accustomed to things happening quickly. Yes. Is that spirit circles would sit every single week if not twice a week, at an appointed time to allow the spirit world to work with them. Not in the pursuit of, you know, work with me, it's all about me. It's all about <laughs> it would be about, here's the, here's, here are some available souls. How can we evidence and, and expand our experience? And so the sadness is we don't have that tenacity. But I do know one lady who does, and she has done the most amazing things. They'll put a handkerchief on the table, and it will absolutely shape into forms and all sorts of things dang mm. oh my goodness mm. yeah Whew. and then i i'm see i wonder if you'd be exhausted or elated in just total energy sorry when you're done with with a weekend like that the physical mediums that i have known um and there are a couple of them um there it, it's a it's physically exhausting it's okay. a, there's there's an exhaustion level that happens in mental mediumship for sure but with and you would agree with that right I absolutely yeah would. but the physical mediumship i think it has a slightly different because it's really mental mediumship uses the nervous system mm -hmm. anyway but mm -hmm. physical mediumship would use most of the systems of the body so it's like you're, you're are you down for like the next couple of days like that's it lights out people just leave me i need to read probably well, people dependent. have ways of recuperating from the mental and yeah. i'm sure the physical but i'm sure it's yeah. different like meditation, every, every yoga, time you yeah. do it i would think yeah. for the yeah. physical even more but yeah. there's the reason for the building of that power with the spirit world because you don't become a physical mediumship over a physical medium overnight. It has no, to be oh something God. where you really Building. work with the it's spirit like world for years, and you have not only yourself sitting in a spirit circle, but you have other people sitting there on the benefit of your development. So it's a very different. I like that on the benefit of yeah. your development. I mean, it's that's that's to me where we need to consider the commitment to the spirit world. I think what we are doing right now with mediumship is just touching the surface just the surface i so if there's this accessibility with these m you know master ascended beings. masters yeah. and beings that are working with this particular realm why aren't we more open to their input fear yeah people are just or ego that we think we can figure yeah, it out ourselves exactly. i mean can you imagine a ted talk with jesus oh my gosh can you imagine because a TED talk with if happen. you if you had that all of the great happen. minds and you had yeah. integral mediums and channelers that could really tap into that consciousness, we could have much more expanded conversations than we're having right now. Archangel so I, Michael, Quan Yin, yeah. you could you can have a channel sit and allow those souls to come through. It's a, it's a union of the two. It's not. You know, also it occurs, it occurs to me that also television, movies, and so forth, there's almost a thinking of, well, it's just kind of like that. Yeah. Um, when it, this is a totally different experience, it's really happening 
before you. It's not made up. And whoever's going to think something is made up is going to think so anyway. They're going with their mind made up. But the wisdom now that can come through, especially in these last few years, Mm -hmm. this audience knows that I've talked about the Ascension or the Aquarian Mm -hmm. Age, um, that there's a shift in consciousness. The veil has thinned. Our spirit guides are closer, so much closer to us that can stand blended with us to support everything we're becoming. just what you said, a TED talk, that would be phenomenal. It? <laughs> oh we we so it? need that. We are, we're getting there because we are so getting, I think just the, uh, the common man, the layman, they're starting to like, we need something. We need some relief here. There's just so much. I believe aggression. in a shift. I yeah. believe, yes. Yes, yeah. I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. There's phenomenal. such a need for it. There is. Um, we could talk to you for hours. But and luckily, uh, we will have another hour in the next episode. Yes, Austin, we have another too. episode with you. Yes. Um, but before we do our, um, our, route, our card reading and meditation, um, is there something, um, a date, any... Are you going to oh, be somewhere? You want to share. Something <laughs> other, um, and you can plug <laughs> the book again, please. <laughs> Your website, yeah. anything. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm here right now. Thankfully, <laughs> thank you. Good. <laughs> we know that for sure. She's present. Um, I'm going to look at my notes on this one. Forgive me. Oh, um, August 19th. That that's this next Sunday is my next Soul Centered Sunday, which is available on my website, which is AustinWells.com, and that's A U S T Y N W E L L S dot com. Okay. Um, in uh, August 25th through the 27th, I'm in Santa Barbara. I'm teaching a mediumship intensive, and then I'm serving the Spiritualist Church of the Comforter, which is one of the most beautiful spiritual oh, churches oh, in California. Oh. Then I'm heading up to San Francisco. <laughs> um, <laughs> August 29th through the 4th, which is the next weekend, and teaching a mediumship intensive up there uh, September 1st and 2nd, and recording the audios for my book, <gasps> Transition, <Exciting>. Soul Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about Get comfortable. About this. I just um, feel you're going to be introducing this <laughs> over and over and over yeah. again. Um, and so, again, this will be available um, February 2nd of yes. next year. Well, this so. explains why, because um, we had you booked and then um, we had to move it. Yes. This explains why we, you're, yeah, you're busy. I'm a little busy. <laughs> Which is awesome. I'm a little busy. Yes. And then you were so awesome to, to gift us with um your cards that you have yeah so um who's gonna read them (laughs) well i wanted her i wanted austin to um choose one for this this podcast we will look at the the other one the next one i'm excited what whichever one you would like to talk about um actually i would like you to pick a card okay okay so the deck she's picking up oh is the divine Ah, (laughs) no it's no we we had we had a whole moment right there (laughs) i was picking that deck she was picking that deck it was spiritually inspired should i uh um (laughs) yes so shuffle them as i mentioned in this so this particular deck um is available at the arthur finley college in england which makes me very excited 
very excited. Both oh. decks actually are for sale at the Arthur Finley College. Um, but this particular deck I developed initially to help mediums develop because each card has different kinds of evidence that you can gain by connecting to a soul, to expand your awareness of what you can you can actually ask a question and have a soul conversation, right, Ooh. with them, right? And the card so, itself, could you describe for our listening audience, not our viewing audience? Yes. So the Divine Spark cards um, are, uh, the picture on the front is actually, it's uh, two hands reaching up and one of the fingers has a butterfly on it. And it's a monument in Texas that I took and then kind of photoshopped and did some fun stuff with. And then um, the cards themselves, yes, are used by mediums, but also grief counselor use them to help a person remember a soul. So since you've had some losses recently, um, pick one of the souls that you want to connect to. So this won't be a mediumship reading. This is all healing on your level. Um, a memory game. It's also fun at like holidays. People can have them like around the table. <laughs> Families to remember your loved ones. So pick one of the people that you want to just remember right now. It's interesting. I had one picked and then I was like, no, nope, this one. Okay. <laughs> and then pick a card that you feel drawn to. And what does it say? An apple a day. Health. Physical, mental, emotional, family, health patterns. Which side of the family injuries, chronic issues, mental health, addiction, and challenges? Does it connect to their soul? I think it does, yeah. Yeah. I was told that they, um, they had an addiction. Okay. So where there would be an opportunity with this would be for you to deal with that part may be percolating more for you now that they've passed away, that you would have frustrations about their addictions and that it ended up being the cause of their death and allowing you an opportunity to talk about it if in a grief counseling situation. And it allows for, and then the spirit world gets to work in with it because they get to choose what the subject is. And it also reunites that soul to have a healing on their level too, because they have to be accountable for how they passed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Was there also and they were loved. They were, they, yeah. I don't think they realized how loved they were. Right. Mm. And it brings up, you know, some of the things we were talking about with suicide and the fact that when that happens, I mean, the sadness is the soul is absolutely needed. Oh, yeah. And they just don't know. Yeah. So, so we can say gratefully, and so what's their name? I'm not going to intuit it. What's their name? Uh, can, can I just say the first name? Yeah. Uh, Kevin. Okay. So let's just send Kevin's soul some love. Yeah. And mm. also let that love that you have right now just be there for him and send that appreciation of what he was, not what he might have thought he was at one point. He was, well, he was always, um, gave all of it. We used to all work at a theme park together and. He'd always give us a great smile. He oh. never spoke badly of anyone. What did he do? It was Universal, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did he do at Universal? So he was oh. our sound man. Okay. I know him. There you go. See? Wow. <laughs> That's pretty a crazy, spirit right? brings everyone together. <laughs> did you know that he you passed? Know. No. Yeah. A I couple did not. A few weeks ago. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. And, and oh Paul goodness. worked with him as well. Oh God! And the Blues Brothers show, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, uh, you know, you know his oh, spirit. Okay. You know his soul was so sweet. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, for God's sakes. Okay. Yeah. Do you see the Mom. whole spiritual reason for that? Is I know a lot of people at Universal Studios. 
In, oh, wow. I know a lot of people <laughs> at Universal Studios. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I grew up. That's pretty much where I grew up. No, I, I yeah. De Perfumo. I mean, I know yeah. so many people that would be Linda Tross. I mean, a lot of people. Wow. Plus performers, too. Yeah. So, okay. See? See how the spirit world works, yeah. right? That's See? pretty groovy because I wasn't coming in as medium. Yeah. Because I didn't, I wasn't asking, per, I didn't ask permission to do a mediumship reading. So I wanted to just allow the cards to work their magic. But oh, Lord, good, my goodness. Right? Yeah, that was, yeah. and like I said, it flipped because I wanted my mom, you yeah. know, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, Kevin. Yeah. Well, there's a reason for because it because it's a different Kevin soul uniting. forward and... And there needed yeah. to be this connection wow. so spirit could say, we're here, we're here. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah, and I just like, blessed be Kevin. We, you know, we yeah. loved you. Yeah. And honestly, know that when you have those opportunities and a soul comes forward like this, their soul is here. They're aware of the love that's being generated from them. Any thought we have about them, they're aware of. You know, so that sending of love would be something his soul would probably really like right now. Yeah. So, lots of love to Kevin. Thank you. That was a lovely gift. Yeah. 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 It's palpable. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Unexpected moment. Yeah. So, is she as special as I? Oh yeah. (laughs) Admit. Yeah. And it is not about me. It is absolutely all about. Do you know, it's fascinating. What takes place around some people. You guys, you guys had yeah. asked that I come with either a meditation or something, and I was Are trying to figure face? out for which um, episode I'd pick. So listen to the one that I picked for this <laughs> one. I'll see if I can get through it. Brilliant. <clears throat> to Know the Dark by Wendell Berry. To go in the dark with a light is to know the light. To know the dark, go dark. Go without sight and find that the dark too blooms and sings and is traveled by dark feet and dark wings. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Austin Wells. Thank you, Anana, for bringing Austin Wells to us. (laughs) Thank you for that quote that's perfect for cruising in the light and the shadow. Yeah. Oh, so thank you for being here with You're us. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you, Paul Preston, for being our engineer. Thank you, Paul. Thank you to David Shostak for the music. Oh, very nice. And thank you for everyone. Thank you for joining us in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. This is Anana Moon. I'm Sheila Kichamarie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. <laughs> Please go forth in love. And to close, Om Shanti. Good people, Om Shanti. Hello, everybody. This is Anana Moon. Um, on August 24th, my friend Francine Ong and I are holding an intuitive mediumship evening. We channel for you and we bring forth guidance. And we look forward to seeing you. This is at Open Eye Crystals. You can find the information on my website. On August 26th, I'm holding an intuitive development workshop. So I am hoping to see you at Indigo Alliance again. 
Um, that's 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. It'll be a lot of fun and a lot of good information to help you say, I knew I was intuitive all along. Um, again, my website is inanamoon.com. That's I-N-A-N-N-A moon.com. Thank you.